welcome to the Empowered Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Shooter, Certified Lifestyle Medicine Practitioner. My aim is to help everyday people understand science, not the science, and to use that understanding to make better choices for their health and well-being. Each episode, I'll be bringing my latest Substack post to you in audio form. For the full visual experience, including graphs, charts, images, and videos, view the accompanying post in my Empowered Substack. And now, let's dive in. Episode 98, Osteoarthritis, Curse of Old Age or Plague of Modernity. Osteoarthritis is one of our most common chronic health conditions, afflicting an estimated 2.2 million Australians or 9.3% of the total population. That's 10% of the female population and 6.1% of the male. The prevalence of this painful and disabling condition, which is characterized by the breakdown of the cartilage that overlies the ends of bones in joints, increases with age. 22% of those aged over 45 and 36% of those aged 75 and over suffer from osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis is the major diagnosis leading to knee and hip replacement surgery in Australia, and the need for these surgeries is burgeoning. In the decade between 2010-11 and 2020-21, there was a 22% rise in the age standardized rate of total knee replacements and a 25% rise in total hip replacement for people with a principal diagnosis of osteoarthritis. Most people who develop osteoarthritis are told that it's due to so-called wear and tear, just another one of those cruel punishments dished out by Mother Nature as we get older. Yet there is very clear evidence that osteoarthritis is far more common now than it was in the past, even after taking our longer average lifespan into account. In fact, knee osteoarthritis is twice as common now as it was in 1950, and that far from being caused by excessive use of our joints, the wear and tear argument, osteoarthritis is aggravated by physical inactivity. In a highly readable and well-referenced article titled Modern Day Environmental Factors in the Pathogenesis of Osteoarthritis, four researchers from France, the UK and US argue that, quote, osteoarthritis is an evolutionary mismatch disease, end quote, and that it is, quote, more common today than in the past because genes inherited from previous generations are inadequately or imperfectly adapted to modern environmental conditions, end quote. Evolutionary mismatch diseases occur when an individual is placed into an environment which is totally different from that in which their ancestors evolved. Charles Darwin described the mechanism of natural selection as survival of the fittest, meaning that individuals whose genes are the most well-suited to their environment, that is, have the best environmental fit, are the most likely to survive and reproduce, passing those genes on to the next generation. Conversely, those whose genes are ill-suited to their current environment are less likely to survive and reproduce, and hence those genes that have a poor environmental fit will gradually disappear from the gene pool of the species. Over the long course of our evolutionary history, humans developed many adaptations to changes in our environment. For example, as our dark-skinned ancestors gradually dispersed out from equatorial Africa, they developed paler skin that allowed them to make sufficient vitamin D in less sunny climates. However, rapid changes in a species' environment can outpace the mechanism of natural selection, resulting in a large proportion of that species becoming unfit, that is, suffering impaired health and reproductive capacity because their genes are fundamentally mismatched to their current environment. 
Specifically, there are four major drivers of osteoarthritis that have surged in the last 50 years and for which the human genome, forged in the unforgiving environment of a food supply that was low in energy density, high in fibre and micronutrient density, and required substantial daily energy expenditure to obtain it, is utterly unprepared. Those four major drivers are 1. Obesity, 2. The metabolic syndrome, 3. Dietary changes, and 4. Physical inactivity. Let's take a deeper dive into each of these four factors, starting with obesity. Most people know that being overweight or obese increases their risk of developing osteoarthritis, but they usually assume that this occurs because carrying excess weight overloads the joints. On the contrary, say the authors, quote, loading per se is not bad for joints as it is necessary for normal joint development and maintenance, end quote. However, when that increased load is combined with malalignment of the knee joint, which can be caused or aggravated by the changes in gait that occur when a person is obese, and with muscle weakness, it damages the structure of the cartilage that caps the ends of bones. In addition, excess body fat releases a slew of chemicals which create a chronic, low-grade inflammatory state known as metaflammation. This metaflammation explains why people who are overfat are more likely to have osteoarthritis in non-weight-bearing regions, such as the hands. Number two, metabolic syndrome. Metabolic syndrome, also known as Syndrome X and Insulin Resistance Syndrome, is a cluster of cardiometabolic factors that commonly accompany obesity, including central adiposity, that is, having a spare tire of fat around the midsection, dyslipidemia, that is, high triglycerides and total and LDL cholesterol, with low HDL cholesterol, impaired fasting glucose levels, and hypertension or high blood pressure. In times gone by, metabolic syndrome was practically unknown, except among the tiny percentage of the population whose wealth gave them access to its primary driver, excessive and long-term positive energy balance, also known as taking in more calories than you expend. Metabolic syndrome is associated with metaflammation, impaired function of chondrocytes, the cells that produce and maintain cartilage, and accelerated degradation of cartilage. Number three, dietary changes. The energy-dense, highly processed modern diet could not be further removed from the low-energy-density, high-fiber, high-fruit and vegetable diet of our forebears. Multiple elements of the eating pattern characteristic of industrialized nations and the wealthy in developing countries, including excessive calories, increased ratio of pro-inflammatory omega-6 fatty acids to anti-inflammatory omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acids, and high sugar, salt, and saturated fat content have been linked with an increased risk of osteoarthritis. Conversely, multiple elements of a whole food plant-based eating pattern which mirrors the diet of our ancestors, including low energy density and high content of fiber, vitamin K, antioxidants and phytochemicals, have been shown to be protective against osteoarthritis. Number four, physical inactivity. Aside from indirectly contributing to osteoarthritis by promoting obesity and metaflammation, physical inactivity directly increases the risk by reducing biophysical stimuli from the environment which are required to maintain normal joint function. Quote, mechanical loads engendered by activity are critical to the development and maintenance of optimal structure and strength of joint tissues and their surrounding muscles, end quote. Your joints obey the use-it-or-lose-it principle. If you don't load your joints with regular weight-bearing activity, your cartilage will become thin and defective, making it biochemically vulnerable to the development of osteoarthritis, especially if you suffer an injury or have a joint malalignment. 
Contrary to the frequently expressed concern that weight-bearing exercise such as running may wear out knee and hip joints, quote, MRI studies have shown that people who regularly engage in weight-bearing exercise maintain thicker cartilage, and in one study, these individuals were even noted to have fewer cartilage defects than people who were physically inactive, end quote. NSAID's solution to osteoarthritis pain or part of the problem. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs such as ibuprofen and naproxen are the most commonly used medications for relief from the pain associated with osteoarthritis. However, in research presented at the 108th Scientific Assembly and Annual Meeting of the Radiological Society of North America in 2022, NSAIDs were not found to have a protective effect on joint inflammation or cartilage thickness in people with moderate to severe osteoarthritis. In fact, quite the opposite. The researchers recruited 721 participants from the Osteoarthritis Initiative cohort, 129 of them had moderate to severe osteoarthritis and sustained NSAID treatment for at least one year, while the remaining 592 control participants did not regularly use NSAIDs. Each participant underwent MRI scans of their knees at baseline and then four years later. The participants who took NSAIDs regularly had worse joint inflammation and cartilage quality at baseline than the control group, and both measures of joint health worsened at four-year follow-up compared to the non-NSAID-taking controls. The lead researcher crisply summarised the findings, quote, In this large group of participants, we were able to show that there were no protective mechanisms from NSAIDs in reducing inflammation or slowing down progression of osteoarthritis of the knee joint, end quote. The bottom line, most people fear getting older, not least because they equate ageing with decreased mobility and increased pain. However, we are not helpless victims of the ageing process. And the problems we unthinkingly attribute to getting older do not have pharmaceutical solutions. No one develops osteoarthritis because they have an NSAID deficiency. Paradoxically, the more we consciously mimic the diet and lifestyle of our ancient forebears by eating a diet centered on foods that are high in fiber, antioxidants and omega-3 fatty acids, and low in saturated fat, omega-6 fatty acids, and added salt and sugars, and incorporating weight-bearing and muscle-strengthening exercise into our daily routine, the more benefit we will gain from the increased lifespan that modernity has bestowed upon us. It's a whole new spin on going back to the future. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and on your socials and make sure you subscribe to my Empowered Substack so you never miss a post.